the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Tonight, we are talking about faith versus feels. Faith versus feels. How many of you know, like, it's so easy to walk by feels? It's so easy to catch feels. Watch out. The feels are in the air. We need some feel spray. Feels, for anybody who doesn't know, is feelings, emotions. You catch the feels. You know, we ain't over here trying to catch COVID. We ain't over here trying to catch feels. Just saying, okay? Just throwing it out there. But we're going to be talking tonight about faith versus feels. Because for the rest of your life, you're going to be choosing one or the other. For the rest of your life, you are going to be choosing faith versus feels, right? You're going to be choosing this thing to walk in the spirit, walk in the flesh, walk by your natural senses, or walk by God's way of doing things. You are empowered to do so, but you have to make the choice. You have a free will. You make the choice, right? Choose life. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.18, So we look not at the things which are seen. What in the world is that? We look not at the things which are seen. What are you looking at? Come on. We look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. How many of y'all ready to start seeing the things that are unseen? Let's go. Come on. Persevere. For the things which are visible are temporal. This life is here and gone, but a vapor. You got your little hairspray, you got your little perfume, your little cologne, that's life. That's life. What are we focusing on? That's why we gotta focus on the unseen, right? It's temporal, just brief and fleeting. But the things which are invisible are everlasting and eternal. How many of y'all are ready to start tapping into the everlasting and eternal? not just with our five senses, not just what's seen in the physical, but we're going to start tapping into the spiritual, not spooky, pooky, mooky, and all them, but the spiritual, come on, the word of God, right? Everything that you can see and everything that I can see with our two eyes is temporal. Even this body, is that crazy? Everything that we see is temporal. And if you've ever lost somebody close to you, you realize how quick that is. I mean, it's like when it's happened, you you know when you're growing up and then somebody you kind of know passes away and you're like, what? You realize that this life is just temporal. This is temporal. That's why we got to learn who we are in Christ. We got to learn our spirit man, right? We got to learn our new identity because everything, we can be so easily deceived if we only see what we see. And we don't look into the word of God and see what we can't see and see the unseen, right? That's why it's so important that we walk by faith and not by feels. We have to walk by faith. This is a personal decision. I don't care how young you are and I don't care how old you are. You have to choose to walk by faith and not by feels, right? It's important that we look to the word for our guidance in life, right? What does dating look like? What does marriage look like? Come on, what does life look like? What does relationships look like? What does love look like? 
Let's look to the word for that guidance and not look to the world because the world's definitions are always changing. The world's definition of love is selfish. The world's definition of marriage is selfish. The world's definition of success is selfish. What can you do for me? And what does Jesus say? What can I do for you? King, come on, came down here washing the disciples' crusty, dusty toes. That's nasty. How can I serve you? How can I help you? You know, you really find your life when you lay it down. You find true purpose when you find how to give your life away to others. And then you start gaining eternal. Then you start gaining, you start tapping into the supernatural, those rewards. He is a rewarder to those who what? Diligently seek him. It's time to get diligent. It's time to start seeking him, right? It's so important for us to learn who we are as a child of God. Right? Peshallah last week was talking about identity, who we are. I am a child of God. But what does that mean? Right? What does that mean? What is your benefits? Who's your daddy? Come on. Who's the, he's the creator of the world. Do you walk and operate in authority that your father is the creator of this universe? That your father is the creator of this earth? That your father is the creator of all mankind? Are you walking in that kind of a relationship? Just saying, that's available to every single one of us, but it's important that we learn, right? Look at your neighbor and say, learn. Listen up. Come on. It's important that we discover who we truly are in Christ. This is a discovery, right? It's important that we discover our new life in him. We have a whole brand new life available. We have a whole supernatural life available to us, but where is it found? in Christ Jesus. And that's why we need to discover who we are in him. We need to discover our new identity in him. We need to discover our new purpose. The world is looking for purpose. Is it in this post? Is it in this career? Is it in this job? Is it in this makeup? Is it in this fashion? Come on, is it in this schooling? Is it in this degree? Is it in this relationship? It is in, is it, if I, have a, if I have children, then I finally fulfill my purpose? Come on, if I did this, if I become a lawyer, if I become this, then I'll finally fulfill my purpose. You know what your true purpose is? Come on, it's to be loved by God and to love others and walk in that love. There's a security when you know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing you do, nothing you say, come on, anybody say something? <sighs> Will separate you from the love of God. Discover your purpose. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, this is the Amplified, I have been crucified with Christ. What? How many of y'all got them lashes on your back? Not one of you. Come on, you may got some stretch marks, you may got some marks, so I don't know what you got on your back. You may got some pimple indentions, you got some craters. I don't know what you got going on on your back, but it isn't them stripes of Jesus. But what does the word say? I have been crucified with Christ. That's in the spirit, and that's why you need to tap into the unseen. That's why you need to tap into your spirit, man. Come on. We're growing up, right? We're growing up here at Love Life, walking in the truth. I have been crucified with Christ. That is in him. I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in this body, I live by faith. I live by faith. 
by adhering to, relying on, completely trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. This life that I now live, do I live in my emotions? Do I live in my soul? Do I live with my will, with my direction, with my purpose? Come on, with my feels, with my opinion? No, I live by faith. I live by faith, what, that I was crucified with Christ, that I walk in that authority. I raised with Christ. Come on. And that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives and dwells in me by faith in him, in Christ Jesus. That is why it is no longer I who live, but it's Christ in me. It's Christ in you. I put away my self-esteem, and I put on my Christ-esteem. Come on, we're breaking up with self-esteem. It's all about promoting self-esteem and self-this, and we got to build your esteem. No, we're taking it off. I don't want none of my esteem. I want Christ's esteem in me. All of him is now who I am. It's not all of him and none of me. Come on, it's all of you and all of me together. We're the best team. Jesus in you. Christ in you. Why? So that God gets all of the glory. Because there's, there's no way I could be up here doing what I do. There's no way you could do what you do. It's Christ in me. Christ in you, right? I put away self-esteem. How many already put away self-esteem? It's not about building your esteem. Why? Because your esteem will fail you, right? Because what, what about when you go to school and then you fail? Is that all your esteem in school? What about, come on, when your children get older, they start acting wild and crazy. Is all your esteem in them? Then there's an age of accountability, and they got to choose for themselves. I'm just saying, parents, some of you all need to hear that. Your children have to choose for themselves. You do your best, and they have to choose for themselves. I love empowering young people. The best thing that was ever given to me was that I would have to choose God for myself, that I would have to choose to serve in the house of God for myself, that I would have to choose all of this. Why? Because when my parents did book, when all my friends did book, I realized that I chose for myself. I served God for myself. Well, for him, but I chose it for myself, right? And that assurance, that gave me so much strength, so much confidence in my Christ esteem, him in me, right? Do it for yourself, right? It's time to grow in understanding. How many are ready to grow in understanding? You don't come to church just to heat a seat. You don't come to church to gain no brownie points. You got all the brownie points you could ever need where in Christ Jesus. All them slashes on his back, that's all the points you'll ever need, okay? You have it in Christ Jesus, but we got to grow up. It's time to put in the work. Y'all ready to put in the work? Come on. How are we going to put in the work? What is the work that we need to put in? The work that you and I need to put in is renewing our mind. The work that you and I need to put in is renewing our soul, right? Renewing our personality, renewing the way we think, renewing our mind to what? To the word of God, to the truth of God, to who we are in Christ, right? That we're more than conquer. We can do all things to Christ to strengthen us. When faith requires what? Action. Faith requires action. Faith requires action. Faith without action is non-productive. What does that mean? It's producing no fruit. It's producing no fruit. That's why most Christians look like the world, act like the world, talk like the world. Come on. Producing what? No fruit. 
and they're frustrated and blaming God, but they don't know that they have all the power inside of them. They just got to renew their mind. They just got to renew the way they think. They've just been so conformed to this world by its superficial values, customs that come and go. They're nasty, raunchy, trashy. Come on. Ooh, that's what's popping. I don't care what's popping. What does the word say? That's the mirror I look to. I look to the word of God. I look to my I am's, who I am in Christ Jesus. That's where I get my value. That's where I get my reassurance. Not from a person. Why? Because every person will let you down. I will let you down. I will let you down. In this, in this human form, in this human body, I'm going to let you down. Why? Because sometimes I got a little hot temper. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't say. But at the end of the day, most of the time my heart is right. <laughs> and you know what? You know me by my fruit. Fruit speaks louder than words. And I may say some, but you know my actions always line up to that. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. But I may say some a little while, once in a while, right? We all know this. But we have to renew our mind, right? Which will, <laughs> you guys, you want to know what? You guys ready? Somebody asked me, um, when will we be done? Like, when will we be done renewing our minds? Like, when does it happen? When do, like, how did you know when it happened for you? I'm like, are you kidding me? It hasn't happened for me. <laughs> we will be renewing our minds for the, our, the rest of our lives here on this earth. For the rest of our lives here on this earth. It's always going to be faith versus feelings. It's always going to be spirit versus flesh, right? It's always going to be natural versus supernatural. There's always going to be this exchange, this choice that we have to make here on this earth, right? So for the rest of our life, we're going to be renewing our mind. Our faith life, guess what? It's a journey. Enjoy the ride. You got your ride and die. That's Jesus, right? He already died, conquered, won. To ride and die right there, right? Our faith life is a journey. It's a discovery. It's a great adventure, and it's the greatest adventure you will ever have in your life, right? Talking about, ooh, we need to travel. Travel in the Word. Come on. Travel and discover who you truly are. I wouldn't trade that for anything, right? And it's a great adventure going from level to level. It's crazy because you learn something about God's Word, and then you read that Scripture again, and you're like, Bam! It hits you even greater. And you go from level to level to level to level. Level up, level up, level up, level You will be leveling up for the rest of your life here on this earth. Why? Because we're renewing our mind, renewing our mind. Greater discovery in what? God's plan. Greater discovery, as we renew our mind, greater discovery in God's will. Greater discovery in God's purpose. Like, what's your will for my life? Everybody wants to know God's will. How do we discover God's will? In his word, by the renewing of our mind, renewing of our mind. That's the renewing of our soul. That's the renewing of the way we think, our personality. Nah, I am the way I am. But let me tell you, you can change. You can change by the renewing of your mind, right? Persevering whatever this world throws at us. How many, what is 2021? The year of perseverance. That means we're going to have some opposition. That means we're going to have some things to come against us. You know what? That's what makes you stronger. You don't get to find out what's really inside of you until your cup is bumped. You don't get to find out who you truly are until something comes against you. And when that comes against you, what comes out? What comes out? God's word? What comes out? Faith? Or what comes out? Unbelief? What comes out? Doubt? What comes out? Love? Or what comes out? Hate? It's an opportunity to say, oh, this is what came out. I need to renew my mind in this area. 
This is an opportunity for, for growth. It's an adventure. It's a discovery. Enjoy the journey, right? People make it so spooky and religious, but it's actually simple. It's very simple. We make it like, ooh, we'll walk on water, faith. What is that? Get a surfboard. Get a jet ski. Get a boat. Come on. It's not. It's simple, but let me tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy doing what? Trading the natural, our five senses, for the supernatural, the way God does things. It's simple, but it's not easy. Why? Because we're so trained. We've already renewed our mind and we've been taught that we only operate by what we see, right? What we can see, taste, touch, feel, that's all we understand. So it's, it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. But here at Love Life, what are we? We're going to persevere, and we're going to trade. We're going to trade the natural for the supernatural, and we're going to start walking in supernatural power. We're going to wa- start walking in supernatural ability. How many already? Come on, lay hands on the sick and they recover. How many already have that wisdom of God inside of you that you are able to minister to others? How many already for the supernatural in your finances, right? Living debt-free, prospering in every area of your life. We don't rely on the government. Come on, we're going to give the government a loan with all this anyways. Anyways, hold on, wait a minute, don't go there, Wee. right? We can do all, it's, it's, you know what, we can do nothing without Jesus. That's why we need Jesus. It says, apart from me, you can do nothing, that's right. But in him, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, this is the message. So, we're not giving up. Look at your neighbor say, we're not giving up. Nope. Devil, you done knocked on the wrong door. You done messed with the wrong child of God because we are not giving up. It does not matter what comes our way. So we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. But on the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming of good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things which we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things that we can't see now will last forever. We walk by faith and not by sight. Okay, so so many of you guys know that I dealt with um, chronic pain. I had a lot going on. And I don't like to say too much, first of all, because it's like a ton of women issues. And the guys would be like, what? Like totally disgusted. So just saying, like people are like, what? Why don't you say the whole thing? Why don't you say the symptoms? Why don't you say? Because I'm just saying, it was a lot going on in your girl's body, okay? So there was a lot going on. Tumors were growing. All my, my blood work and paperwork is just, it was just bizarre. It, li- it literally was bizarre. Like some numbers in these um, hormone areas are supposed to be like at 100, right? And people who have it out of whack are at 300. Your girl had 3,000. My number was in the thousands. The lady is like, your body's producing zero energy, like zero. I've never seen where somebody comes in and the paperwork says zero. Like you have, how are you up and with makeup on and sitting here and happy? 
Like, the, it, it's just like, it was, it was crazy, right? There was a lot going on. The body was failing me. And the word was the only thing that was giving me life. I'm a living example, a living testimony that God did it for me, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. I'm nothing special. I just decided to believe. I just decided to believe the word for what it was and walk in that. So when I read this, it's like, no, I'm not giving up. How could I? Even though the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart. But I would remind myself every single day that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Even though this body may be failing me, the spirit man is alive in me. The spirit man is bringing me life and giving me life. And the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead was actually alive in me. And getting this body up, come on, let's go. You got things to do. And in that, can you imagine that this ministry was launched in one of the Probably like when it was getting crazy. Things were starting, the, the tumors were starting to grow faster. It was, the paperwork starting to go wilder. And what is God doing? Launching ministry. I, that is only to give him glory. Because I couldn't do it literally, physically. I could not. I could not. But only in him. And so the word and my faith, it didn't, it didn't waver. It actually grew stronger. It actually grew stronger. Why? Because I knew that God was the healer. And I knew that no matter what, the devil would never get in my mind. Because I had already been renewing my mind, renewing my mind, renewing my mind to what? To what the doctor said? To what the MRI said? To what the CT scan said? No. To what the word of God said. I had to. I had to make a choice. Is your girl going to get bitter or is she going to get better? Why would God do this to me? I serve him. I said, no, God doesn't give sickness and disease, but your girl will persevere no matter what this world throws at her. Come on. No matter what genetics get throws at you, I don't care if it's inherited or whatever they want to call it, or because your mama, your daddy, your greasy granny had it, whoever. It's, all, it's that grease. It's that greasy food. That's why they, your body's breaking down. Come on. It does not matter. You can make a choice for yourself. You can make a choice for yourself that I believe God at his word. I believe God will, is, has already healed me. I believe that it is not I, but he that lives in me. I believe that I was crucified with Christ. I believe that that sickness and disease went to hell and stayed there. I believe that Jesus paid for it. Do you believe? Who are you listening to? Come on. Are you listening to the problem? Are you listening to the promise? Because you have to choose for yourself. Who are you going to surrender to? I'm going to surrender to the promise all day, every day. Because why? I live by faith over feels. I live by faith over feels because feelings will change like that. You eat some sugar, woo! And once the sugar's gone, bleh. Feels here and gone. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. It's but by the grace of God. By the grace of God, I am who I am. By the grace of God, you are who you are. These hard times, the small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebrations prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. 
The things which we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see, they last forever. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is not a feeling. Did I feel healed? No, I did not feel healed. In the midst of the storm, in the middle of the night, when all the pain is rumbling, when all the pain, and you know what? It was so cool because your girl learned that pain was just an alarm. And I'm not talking for everybody. I'm talking about my story, okay? This was something chronic. This was something that I had information about. I'm not saying deny the pain and like, well, it happened for her. It's going to happen for me. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about my own experience, okay? But when I learned that pain was just an alarm, I said to the pain, listen, I hear you. I'm punching in the code. The code is I am healed, and you can turn off now, okay? I hear you. Calm down. And the alarm would turn off. It, it was like incredible what happens. The, it's incredible the power of your mind. It's so powerful and that's why the world is after your mind they're after your distractions right TikTok, netflix it's after like the 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 phone is literally after your attention why it just wants your attention your attention your attention your attention why because it's what it's pouring into you it's what it's pouring into you faith comes by what come on hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing what are you hearing because that's where your faith is building in we need to hear the word of God so that our faith builds in that, right? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. For what? We walk. We walk this way. We walk by faith and not by sight. That word walk slapped me in the face all the time. Why? Because I want to run by faith. Come on, I want to box by faith. I want to fight by faith. Come on, I want to kick the door down by faith. I'm over this sickness and disease. Come on, God, boom, by faith. He's always saying, walk by faith. Every single day that I wake up, I have to choose to walk by faith. Not run. Come on, walk by faith. Walk. He didn't say fly by faith. We walk by faith. How many of us want to run by faith? And just me? Come on, there's got to be more of us in here. The Bible says that we walk by faith. We walk in love. Some of us want to run in love too. Peace be gone. We walk in love. Whoops. That's single life. We walk as Christ walked. We walk in the light. We don't walk as the world walks. And we walk in the spirit. Why doesn't it say run? Why, why, why? Come on. Walk also means live. We don't run every single day. Can you imagine if you had to run? <laughs> We'd be a lot more ashamed, that's for sure. But anyways, we walk in this life. We walk, right? Walk means live. Live every day. So we live by faith, right? We live in love. Come on. We live as Christ lived. We live in the light, and we live in this world, but we are not of this world. And we live in the Spirit, okay? 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we, this is the Amplified. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Living our lives in a manner consists with our confident belief in God's 
promise. Our life should be living in a manner that's consistent with our faith walk, right? That we believe God, we believe his promises, we believe his word. Faith is way beyond feelings. Faith is beyond feelings, right? It's a belief, it's a trust, it's a confident expectation in God, in his word, in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith. Look at your neighbor and say, now faith. We want that right now faith. Come on, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means confidently expected, the evidence of things not seen. What is the evidence of your faith? Where's the evidence of your faith? Come on. Where's the substance of your faith? Where is the fruit of your faith? Or what is the fruit of your faith? What, what's the proof? What's the confirmation? What's the testimony of your faith, right? Paul said in Ephesians 1, 5, 1, 15 through 17, New King James, Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith. Paul heard of their faith. Faith is action, right? He heard of their faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all. Walking in that faith, living in that faith, walking in love, living in love, walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit. Do, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge of him. Spirit of wisdom, come on, in all you're getting, get understanding. Seek wisdom, pay for it, buy wisdom. You know what? Service is free. We should be charging at the door. Come on, wisdom is going out. Receive it, value it, prize it as a prized possession. Why? So that you could walk this thing out, right? Fruit speaks for itself. Your life is a letter to this world. Your life is a letter. Fruit speaks for itself. What is in your letter? Is it faith? Come on. Is it hope? Is it love? Is it a love letter? Or is it unbelief? Is it depression? Is it hate? Come on. You choose. It's not what happens to you. It's how you think. You choose bitter or better. You choose to make an impact on this world or you choose to be just like them. It's your choice. It's your choice, right? Who you hang around affects you so much. Who you hang around affects you. Why? Because it's what you hear. It's what you hear. It's what you hear, right? Who you hang around affects the way you see life. No matter what happens in this life, look at your say, no matter what. No matter what happens in this life, you always have two options, bitter or better. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Great victories, bitter or better. Great success, bitter or better. Right? Great failure, bitter or better. Great disease, bitter or better. Come on. Great. There's all kinds. You choose relationships. You know what? That further person has their own free will. You guys could be running on the same page, headed in the same direction, choosing Jesus, and all of a sudden one falls off the wind. There they go. What happens? Are you bitter or better? You choose. Bitter or better. Are you going to fall off the wagon too? There you go. Just head in the other direction. No. Choose life. Choose blessing. Choose Jesus. 
Choose purpose. Choose to renew your mind to the word of God. Choose your value. Choose where's your value in the word of God. And what do you value? The word of God. That's why we value getting here, getting the word, paying attention, right? Be careful who you listen to. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15.33, do not be deceived. Why does he say do not be deceived? Because we so easily are. How many people? So deceived, right? Evil company corrupts good habits. No, it won't. Not me. Oh, no, Sasha. I'm going to win him to Jesus. You know, the Lord has called me. This is his day of salvation. Girl, you're not the Savior. Jesus is. So just put that little thing down, okay? Don't play with fire, right? Just saying. Oh, don't get me started in the whole relationship thing. Don't be deceived. You know why? Because this breaks my heart because you're so easily deceived. You're so easily deceived that you're going to change them. Crazy thing is evil company corrupts good. How come is that good corrupts bad? <laughs> evil company corrupts good habits. It corrupts. It spoils. It rusts. It decays. It doesn't happen right away. It happens over time. Why? Because fruit speaks for itself. And when the fruit finally comes out, Ooh, it's bitter. No, no, we put that back. We're going to the better tree. Come on. We're going to the better tree. This happens to the young people. Lies. This happens to everybody. This happens to all of us, right? Anybody? You start hanging out with the wrong crowd. Bam. Your life starts headed in the wrong direction fast. You're just like one wrong decision. You just pick one crazy girl. Come on, you got one crazy car ride. You're on one party. You're at one, just one thing. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, you wake up in the hospital. Whoa, you wake up in a, who knows where you woke up, but we want to go on all the places you woke up. Should I start? Okay, no. Oh, my gosh. Send me your location because I know where you waking up sometimes. Anyways, these people... That's why your girl got off social media. Whew. Anyways, okay. Reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. But you're, you just, it's just like that. You start hanging out with the wrong crowd. You start hearing the wrong things. You start making wrong decisions, right? You don't want to be there. You're like, no, I'm done drinking. I'm done drinking. Then why you go hanging out with the boys? What do the boys do? Right? Saturdays are for the boys. What do they do on Saturday? They better be going fishing with the men's trip. Come on. They better be hanging out at Life Group, playing basketball. They better be... But you know what Saturdays with the boys is. Glunk, 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 glunk. And it's all fun and cool until glunk, 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 glunk. Till it's not. But you want to know what's also true on the flip side. It's also true on the flip side. You start hanging out with the right crowd. You start making the right decisions towards good habits. And bam, you start living that successful life. You start making great decisions. You start making great relationships with people who got your back and are going to speak the truth in love, right? Amen. Right? We have to choose faith over our feelings. Pay attention to what you're listening to. Jesus said in Mark 4, 24, 
he said to them, pay attention, come on, to what you hear by your own standard of measurement, that is, to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom. How many of you guys in here are taking notes? How many of you guys go home and read those notes? How many of you guys bring your notebook and it stays in the car until you come back to church? Come on, let's tell the truth. And then you're like, oh, what was that? And then Pastor Dan asks us something, and suddenly we don't know nothing. He's like, he asks us if we're, the thing I always say. <laughs> okay, so we were at book club, or, you know, anyways, we're reading some books. I'm just like, who's ready to grow? Because I'm ready to go to the next level. If you're ready to go, let's level up. If not, peace. That's on you, okay? So we have to meet up. I'm having, like, you need to read 100 pages by this, and let's go. Tell me what you got. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Okay, okay, okay. So I just started doing pop quizzes. What does this mean? What does that mean? I, I felt like, oh, gosh, this is what Pastor Dan sees my face all the time. Suddenly they're like, hmm? I'm like, I preach this in every single one of my messages, and you don't know the scripture? Like, hmm? But then I say, like, one word, and they know the whole scripture. But it was just so funny. It just reminded me of what Pastor Dan sees on the other side. When he's, he's asked us something, we're like, nothing. <laughs> throw us a bone. We throw a bone. We're like, oh, we got it. We got it. It was so funny. But anyways, I'm not going to name blast anybody, but it was, um, no, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Pay attention to what you listen to. Pay attention to what you hear, right? How many of you are studying spiritual truths and applying godly wisdom? What do we do? We hear and do, hear and do, hear and do. All this information, all this wisdom, it's not for your notebook. It's for application. It's for out there in the world. It's for your relationships, for your everyday life, right? It, is, it will be measured to you, and you'll be given even greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you. The more you use, the more you receive, right? You don't use it, you, you lose it, literally, Pay attention to what you hear. Why? Because we know that faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing. Paul said in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What are you listening to? Literally, the problem is the problem on repeat. You're posting about the problem. You're telling everybody about the problem. You want sympathy about the problem. Can I get a, can, I'm just trying to get a witness. Can I get some help? Can, I need some agreement. Will you come into agreement with me? That, are you, is the problem on repeat? Some of you guys going through some relationship stuff and all you have is sad songs on, relationship songs. All you watching is sad movies. Stop! Change what you're hearing. And you go to people like, oh, you got broke up with, I got broke up with. Why does it always happen to us? I always get cheated on. What are you watching? The cheated on movies. What are you listening to? The cheated on songs. Because he cheats. And you over here driving, wondering, you over here self-prophesying into existence. Woo! What are you listening to? Promise or the problem? What's on? What did, what did Jesus say? Pay attention. Don't be deceived. Come on. Why? Because we can be. What are you listening to? The problem or the promise? Paul said in Romans, Romans 4, 13, clearly, come on, obviously, look at your neighbor and say, obviously, with an attitude, clearly, God's, prom, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, 
then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it, try to obey it, try to do what's right. Come on, we live in this thing by faith. We're walking in the spirit, not in the flesh. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to not have no law to break. 16, so the promise is received by faith, not fails. Faith versus fails. Oh, did you feel healed going through all of that? No, I didn't feel healed, but I had faith in a promise, and I received my promise by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. It's not by my works. It's not because I come up here and preach. It's not because I serve in kids' ministry. It's not because I clean the toilets. It's not because I do that. It was by faith in the work of Jesus. If we have faith like Abraham, for Abraham is the father of all who believe, that is what is the, that's what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happens because Abraham believed in the God who would bring the dead. Come on, y'all, a hundred, talking about you're going to be a father, you haven't had no kids yet? That's old. Who brings things, the dead, back to life and creates new things out of nothing and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. How many y'all ready to call things that don't exist as though they did? Come on, some of y'all need to speak to that bank account. Come, some of y'all need to walk by faith and get some seed in the ground. Some of y'all need to start, it's time, what do you give? Come on, some of you need to speak faith. Come on, let's go in every area of our life. Faith over feelings, even when there's no reason for hope. There's no reason for hope. It's like, no, uh you bankrupt. No, uh you're never going to have enough. No, uh you'll never be healed. No, uh your relationship will never be restored. No, you'll never be this. You'll never do that. You can never conquer that. Some of you homeschool moms, you got this. Come on. Superwoman over there. Woo, we're praying and believing for you by faith, raising those, that generation up. Come on. God gave you that promise. Stay focused on the promise, not the problem. <laughs> Contrary to everything you can feel, Abraham, what? Kept hoping. He kept his confidence. He kept his assurance. He kept his, he was waiting for that substance, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken. Even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead. And he thought Sarah's womb, oh no, it's got to be all wrinkled up, dried up, who knows. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. I love that part because I feel like what happened to me was so many years and it's funny because I want to laugh at the devil. Because I'm like, you think that's going to weaken me? It just makes me stronger. It makes me stronger in my fight. And you conquer this little sickness. You conquer this little thing. Man, you start conquering big things. Why? Because you know the promise. You keep the word in front of you. You walk by faith and not by sight. His faith grew stronger. And he brought what? Glory to God. Not self-esteem. Not I am able. Not I am strong. He is able, Christ esteem, 
It is not I that live, it's Christ in me. And when, okay, he was fully convinced with confident expectation that God is able. I'm not able, but God is able to do whatever he promised. And because of Abraham's faith, he counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteousness if we believe in him, right? The one who raised Jesus, uh, Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life. He was raised to life to make us right with God by faith. So what are you listening to? The problem or the promise? You have to choose bitter or better, weaker or stronger. It's up to you. We choose faith over feelings every single day. We, what do we? We live by faith. That walk, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it, walk it, walk it. We live by faith. We live in love. We live as Christ lives. We live in the light. We live in this world, but we're not of this world. And we live in the spirit. Faith is way beyond feels. Faith is beyond feelings. Faith is not a feeling. It's a belief. It's a trust. It's a confident expectation in God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Guys, this is game changer. Faith over fills. You choose. I hope you guys receive something tonight because I know that God has so much more for us than just fills, than just this natural world. It's all about the supernatural, and it's time that we tap in and start living heaven on earth. Amen? Amen. If you're in here tonight or if you're online and you're like, yes, I want that faith. I want to walk by faith. It starts with Jesus. It starts with calling on the name of Jesus. It starts with believing in Jesus. We believe in our heart. We confess with our mouth. It's not some magical prayer. It's belief. It's faith. It's that confidence in him. So let's say a prayer tonight. Let's call on the name of Jesus if this is your first time. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I ask you to save me, set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this brand new life. Thank you, Jesus, for your plan and your purpose. I choose you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Boom. Just like that, you enter into the family of God. But let me tell you, just like that, your mind is not renewed. Wouldn't that be awesome? No, that's what takes work, and that's what takes that action, right? Faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. So if you receive Jesus tonight for the first time and you're in the building, you can raise your hand. Our Dream Team ushers, they got a booklet for you. If you're online, please click that I Receive Jesus button. Give us your address, and we'd love to send you that same resource. I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming out tonight, and I hope you received all that God had for you. Amen.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.